Sometimes we segregate our Christian life, like God wants to help me with my finances or Mm -hmm. he wants to help me overcome anger. Letting him into this area of fitness and allowing the help of the Holy Spirit to say, God, would you would you help me down this path? Would you help me down this journey? Yeah. Would you give me insight? Would you motivate me? You know, um, and and He wants to work in that area too. Our physical fitness and spiritual life affect one another in surprising ways. Unfortunately, this relationship has often been ignored or misrepresented in the church. This week, we want to look at the gracious and good connection God has made between our bodies and souls. Before we begin, we'd like to let you know about the It's Time to Believe conference in Jacksonville, Florida this October. This is an opportunity to refresh and revive your relationship with God. Head over to tscjax.com. That's tscjax.com and check out their events page to learn more. Now let's join Gary Wilkerson and Eric Cartier as they discuss faith and fitness. Hey, Pastor Eric, I'm happy to be here with you today, and uh, thanks for coming. Join us at the Gary Wilkerson Podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Great yeah. to be here. So tell us a little bit about yourself. You're pastoring here in Colorado Springs? Yeah, I sure do. I pastor uh, here in Colorado Springs at Rocky Mountain Calvary and lived in the city for about 19 years. I have a beautiful bride and four kids, three daughters, and, and one son. So. Okay. What are, their, what are their ages? 15, okay. 13, 9, and 7. And you were a youth pastor at Rocky Mountain Calvary uh, for how, how long were you doing that? Uh, for five years. So it was. Uh, that's how I ended up in Colorado Springs was yeah. to come on staff and be the youth pastor at the church. And okay. so for five years, yeah. yeah. And then now senior pastor for... Yeah, it was just uh, 14 last week, 14 years, and so it's been a really cool journey. So kind of been able to grow up with the church. Uh, Came on staff there when I was 21 and haven't left, and so, you know, all my adult life, if you would, has kind of been there and been able to grow with the church, so. Awesome. Well, use the word journey. Speaking of journey, we we wanted you to come on today to talk a little bit about faith and fitness. Um, So you were on a journey yourself, um, a journey that uh, a lot of pastors have not taken yet a lot of christians haven't taken yet a lot of people haven't taken yet the journey from maybe i don't know your condition before but you had mentioned uh, there was a journey of a transition in your life can you tell us a little bit about that yeah i think uh, fitness wasn't something i really paid attention to uh, for much of my 20s and uh, into my 30s and i had a lot of excuses or reasons in my mind uh, why uh, a lot of it busyness between you know being a dad and being a pastor and I think it's something a lot of pastors fall into, but probably a lot of people, whatever they do, it's your work kind of consumes you, and so you, you feel like you don't have any time yeah. to be able to, to to work out. And so that was that was kind of the pattern that I was on was was doing ministry, doing family life, and really not taking any time to to exercise. And then got pretty good at making jokes on on why I wouldn't exercise and. Uh, Definitely enjoyed a lot of burgers and, mm-hmm. and ice cream, and so that was kind of uh, the trajectory of where I was at. Uh, um, so. Um, so, just more specifics. You were, would you say you were overweight, or you've always been kind of? I've always been tall and skinny. Okay, uh, and so <clears throat> the weight wasn't really uh, the the issue for me, um, uh, and so, and I think I kind of used that as a reason to 
also not exercise a lot like i'm tall and skinny yeah. um so it was really a, kind of a combination of things that motivated me um one was my brother's health uh, he he had some difficulties with a staph infection and ended up in the hospital and then my dad has had uh, cancer and has parkinson's um, and i realized like if i don't invest in my health um you know it, it's gonna catch up with me mm -hmm. uh, and so that's kind of what woke me up to I need to start being active and look into this. Um, and then that kind of coupled with my wife wanting to do more in fitness as well. Mm. Uh, and I think that's a big part of eating more healthy and, and, and exercising was she said, I want to do this. Would you do this with me? Uh, and doing it with her has made the difference for me because there's a lot of days where I don't want to go work out. Uh, but she's going. And okay. so I don't want to lose my man card and, <laughs> and not go. Um, but yeah, it was my my dad and brother's health. Um, as, as I've gotten a little bit older, my blood pressure started going up, and just started getting those warning signs like, "Hey, it's time to do something." Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, um, what what did you do, and what was the the transition and the journey? Yeah, so three years ago, uh, right behind the church, some guys uh, from our church started a nonprofit gym called Trinity Fitness, and some of our friends started going. And we're inviting us, and that's when my wife's like, I want to go, and I want to try this. And I was like, okay, I'll try it try it with you. Uh, but that was probably the biggest transformation in getting consistent with exercise. Um, it, it's community-oriented uh, workouts, kind of mild CrossFit, functional fitness, um, and having something uh, where I was accountable and a part of something. I, not being a gym guy, not being the guy that – like goes to 24-hour fitness and works out by himself. Mm -hmm. Like I, I really needed and continue to need like work doing it together in, in community. It's much more enjoyable. Mm. Um, and so that was – I'd been doing some running prior to that, but it would be like I'd go for a run and then it would be two months and I'd go for a run again. It, was, okay. it wasn't – and so it was really the opening of that, that gym and being part of that community that mm. really made the change where – now exercise is a part of my life okay. you know yeah so. yeah so and uh tell us a bit about that uh, exercise being part of your life what, what do you do so pretty much for me like i i go to trinity fitness twice a week and then i go for a good run at least once a week okay. or twice a week so yeah. i'm always doing something three days a week um and then a lot of times four days a week yeah. and so it's not not super crazy but uh uh it's sustainable um and then yeah. I like now also taking a break in my work day at the church and just going for a walk, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what it looks like for yeah. me. Um, so you're a pastor of a very um, large, large church. Um, how many on staff? So we've got about 38 on staff. Okay, so you've yeah. got, you have yeah. a, a, more than a fair amount of responsibility, yeah. right? You'd say you have a busy schedule. Yeah. And, you know, and, you, and you said four. Three or four kids? What'd you say? Four kids. Four kids. Four yeah. kids. So that that uh, enough uh, enough to keep you busy. Yeah. So squeezing in uh, the the physical element, the physical fitness part of life is. Do you find it uh, is that challenging to? Yeah. Would you say it's one of the first things to go when your week gets busy or no? Um, I would say traditionally in the past it was. Uh, now now it's not. You know, I'll I'll really, I've seen the value of it and I've started to enjoy it. You know. Uh, not always like in my mind getting there but afterwards and so now i'll make the point but yeah it really has to be a priority otherwise it it, yeah. it, it doesn't it doesn't happen and i think motivation wise something I've, I've wrestled through with is uh 
some false guilt probably like man i should be giving this time to preparing a message or Mm -hmm. i feel bad in taking the time to go to my gym go to the gym or run when that's time i could spend with the kids you know when you you head out to go for for a run and in the back of my mind it's like well i could be doing something with one of my kids uh so i think a there's a little bit of fore, foresight or looking into the future of man. If I do this, this will this will actually give me more time with the kids mm-hmm. or, um, down down the road. But yeah, I battle that like not only not having the time, but I should be using this time differently. Yeah, we've yeah. talked about this on the this podcast in the past. About, uh, Duke University did a study on. Uh, pastors in the ministry and they found out that uh, 80% of them are either obese or overweight mm. and um, high blood pressure um, <clears throat> exhausted mm-hmm. physically emotionally yeah uh, you know and so uh, I don't know if you were you probably weren't quite that extreme uh, before obviously you like say so you were thin uh, mm-hmm. but did you notice any difference uh, mentally mm-hmm. uh, in, in the change of diet and the change of exercises that helped you uh, concentrate or any, any of those type mm-hmm. of things that sometimes you hear about? Yeah, it, it really has. The biggest thing that I notice is like when I go and work out, I that mental fog really clears, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of times as a pastor, I'm thinking about decisions that need to be made, problems that are going, praying for vision, you know, and, and it, it can be overwhelming. And before you know it, you're kind of just in a bit of a fog. And then after the, the workout, it just seems like that fog is cleared and if I'm intentional, then that provides a really kind of fresh slate to meet with the Lord, mm-hmm. just just for Him to just for Him to speak to me uh, in the midst of the workout or the end of the workout. And, and so, um, I definitely feel like I have more energy preaching as well. Like we have three weekend services, um, and and so that by eating right, staying hydrated, having some exercise in my weekly routine, mm-hmm. uh, it's a lot easier to to have energy throughout those three services to come home and not be as exhausted. Yeah. So that's some ways I think it's really helped. Yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> when we do these, uh, we do try to travel overseas and do a pastor's conference internationally. And uh, again, you see a lot of pastors that you can, I mean, not to judge them by the externals, but you do see they kind of look a little, maybe like they haven't worked out in decades. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, um, and then if you sit down and talk with them, sometimes they're talking about, you know, how tired they are, uh, frustrated or depressed even, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and certainly your mind goes immediately towards you know the prayer and devotional life and mm-hmm. uh, time alone with the Lord and things like that. But but oftentimes we seem to neglect this part of it. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about you spoke at our uh, one of our devotions the other day for our staff, and you were talking about the diff- the, the combination of faith and fitness. Uh, what what does that mean to you? Like how, how do you see the two fitting together? Yeah. You know, it seems like it's one of Paul's favorite illustrations to look at the athlete and then to draw parallels uh, with, with our faith. And then 1 Corinthians 9, he talks about that athletes running to win a temporal prize, but he wants to win uh, the eternal prize. But then he said he disciplines his body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so kind of what I've found is that discipline seems to carry over into other areas. Like when you discipline your body and nutrition and fitness – that also carries over into your faith. And the other thing I've experienced is it seems like exercise brings out similar things like faith. Like there's sometimes where I'm working out and I just feel the brokenness that's going on inside of my own soul, you know? And so 
fitness can be kind of a window if we allow it to 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 what's going on mm. uh, in, in our faith um, i've never thought of that, that before but sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but uh, i was at the gym maybe um six weeks ago and did, we'd ever done a really hard workout. I mean, it was crushing my body, and mm-hmm. I'm 60, so it's it's hard to do, mm-hmm. you know, 10 push-ups. It's like, ah, that's extreme. But, you know, working out hard. And at the end of it, I just, I, I actually started crying. It was mm-hmm. so weird. Like, I've never cried at the yeah. gym before. And I was embarrassed because there were five or six other guys around, and the, yeah. the coach came up just patting my back and says, that's okay. Sometimes these things let emotions out. You know, they, yeah. they, they let you get, in, like, like your, your body breaks down to the point where, your your gut kind of yeah. comes out and stuff like that. So yeah. I, and I think it's important to to kind of you know to as Paul talked about you know disciplining his body to where uh, it it could it, 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 it kind of that word discipline it speaks of a push you know you're yeah. you're, you're pushing it so, and, and so that it can excel yeah and so I, I think it does it does help the other areas of of, of your emotional life as well it's, yeah. it's, it, I think it helps your faith life but yeah. it helps your emotional life as well yeah I and, agree and you feel better I mean yeah uh, one of my sons is an extreme like gym rat you know and okay so he he it's almost like an addiction you know it gets to the point where if he doesn't if he doesn't go to the gym he comes home and he's in a bad mood you know yeah and so uh, you know but but it, it gives you know you don't want to get addicted to it either right but but it do, it does release some things yeah I think it releases some negative things and and increases some positive things yeah in our life yeah yeah there's a lot of times when I go out for a run like when I start the run I feel really confident and then by the end like I'm crying out to the Lord you know like <laughs> it, it, and it and it's bringing out more you know if, mm-hmm. it's, if there's something going on in my family and I'm I'm really burdened about that. I, I seem to it seems to come to the surface in a in a workout, and that's something I'd never really connected or, or experienced or thought about uh, yeah. before. And then I love too, like when you are working out with other people or even going a walk with someone else. It really gives you a chance to get into their lives in a unique way that um, without fitness you, you you don't have that opportunity. Yeah. 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 So the um, <clears throat> the um, scripture you're talking about with Paul disciplining the body. Um, why do you feel it, it's it's hard for us, isn't it? Why, mm-hmm. why do you feel it's so difficult? You know, I think that sometimes in the area of our, our Christian life, like we don't necessarily see the need to discipline our body when it comes to nutrition mm-hmm. or fitness, like. We do with sexual integrity. We do uh, mm-hmm. with anger. Right. Those are some of the things that seem to be more traditional for us to focus on, and they're legit. They're legitimate, you know. Yeah. Uh, but when it, it when it comes to how do I take care of this physical body that God has given me, um, uh, and so I think it's hard even to see that the scriptures and God has guidance for how we eat and mm-hmm. and if we we exercise and it's it's highly personal you know it's kind of it's a hard topic to preach on teach on venture into because it's so so personal so i think some of it is just being open to the reality that god would have instruction for us mm-hmm. in nutrition and and fitness you know do you think it fits into the christian worldview of you know, I, I mean, I'm not a big ecologist or anything like that. You know, I'm not sort of green, but but I, but I do. I mean, I live in Colorado and care mm-hmm. for the earth, and yeah. I want to make sure that it's well cared for and be good stewards of it. Yeah. Do you feel like the church tends to do that with our bodies as well? Like, have you ever heard that people say, yeah. like, you know, they're they're sick and they're overweight and they haven't mm-hmm. exercised and just they look like they're hurting, but they kind of say like, well, I'm, you know, getting closer to be with Jesus. Like, yeah. Have you ever heard that kind of mentality? And yeah, and I think and, that that's part of what I fell into as well. Like. 
you know, a couple of my favorite jokes from the pulpit uh, when it comes to nutrition and fitness is like 10 out of 10 people that eat carrots die. 10 out of 10 <laughs> people that eat organic, they die. Or, right. you know, I don't go to the gym a lot because I'm going to get a glorified body. You yeah. know, that's that's yeah. the stuff. The that, one I used to say was, uh, I, I don't, you know, why I don't jog? Because Proverbs 28 1 says, only a fool runs when no man is chasing. <laughs> so that's why I don't run. So, yeah. So, yeah, we, we use those, that you yeah. almost to, to mask the yeah the, the neglect that we, we have. Yeah. 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 So I think we do fail to see the stewardship of it. Because when you stop and think about it, the physical body that God has given us is amazing, you yeah. know, and it's, it really is his, his temple. And when we take care of it, there's more opportunity to do the great commandment, to love God and to yeah. love our neighbor, to do the great commission. Like, it, and, and so if we don't take care of our body, it really inhibits us from some of the things that God may be calling us to do. Yeah. You know? yeah. so. and, I, and I also find that I used to take, you know, Paul's admonition to, that bodily exercise profit is little. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, the bodily exercise was like in small print and little was in big print, like, you know, neon. Like it's 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 so little. There, why yeah. even pay attention to it? It's yeah. like there's like almost as if he was dismissing it as if it didn't mean anything because it's, you know, hey, you can if you want exercise, you can, but it's it's not going to profit you hardly at all. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm not sure that's what he was after. I've described before as, you know, that uh, – that you know, that was kind of a culture too, where they, you know, walked everywhere they went, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, fishermen and carpenters, yeah. and and so you know, they were already in shape. So so it's it's true. It's going to be it'll profit a little bit more. Right. Uh, but it, but if you are, you know, if you are sick because of your the way you're eating and ac- lack of exercise, then it, then it might actually that little that little bit of profit it can really do you yeah. do you some good. I agree. So, yeah. Did that so that, did it change? Do you, like. You said you used to preach and use those kind of that humor. Would you ever do a series on on the temple, so to speak? Or yeah, this is kind of new teaching series, new new for me. You okay. know, this isn't a a topic that I've ventured into sharing at the church. You know, okay. and it it's not something I've really uh, led our staff in either. Okay. You know, and so this even doing this podcast for me is mm. is is new and really sharing about this 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 topic um but i, I definitely think that there uh, is something there and, and, and something uh stirring i'll be honest i think uh, for some of it it's having the courage to step into that topic mm-hmm. inside of our church family um you know and how to do that well you know but, uh, so i think in answer to your question it's something i'm considering yeah yeah, yeah. as i do these pastors conferences it's it's amazing you'll get um I could talk about adultery or lust or anger or self ambition in ministry, and everybody's like, "Hey, man, you know, it's like." But you talk about being overweight or out of shape, and you get these kind of like, uh, you know, these, these really kind of cross looks. And yeah. Like, yeah, it's almost like a, you know, I want to touch that idol. You know, yeah. It's, it's that's it's too per- almost like personal, and and the hard part about it too is when you talk to your church, I think, or Christians about physical fitness. If in your audience there's some people that are you know, maybe pushing 250, 300 pounds, uh, you know, you, you know, so if you're talking about lust, you, you know, nobody's like, you know, nobody has a t-shirt on that says lust, you know, so, right. but if you're talking about being overweight, then all of a sudden, you know, it's like there's somebody sitting in the, in the, in the crowd who's 300 pounds and you've, you know, it's hard to, I find it hard to right. t- speak about that subject because yeah. then it almost like puts a spotlight on those people. And you don't want to do that. You right. want to, you want to help them, not shame them. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, because shame and you mentioned guilt. Yeah. Uh, these are some of the things that cause us to eat poorly yeah. and, and not exercise because we the, the shame and guilt yeah. uh, causes us to be uh, downcast and discouraged. Then we have no energy and we just can't get up yeah. and put the sneakers on and get out on the road, you know, yeah. so, so shame and guilt. Um, I was going to ask you a little bit about, the, for me, the, the big transformation was when I had a why Mm-hmm. Yeah, a big enough why so uh, I tell, tell a story like you know I, I want to lose 40 pounds so if I if, if I want to lose 40 pounds because my you know my belt is getting too small and I don't want to pay 30 bucks to get a new belt mm-hmm. that's not going to be a strong enough why you know mm-hmm. eventually I'm going to go like forget it man I'll just, yeah. I'll just buy a new belt yeah. uh, but but for me the why became you know my grandchildren were Rest, I was rest, on the floor wrestling with them, and I could hardly move and couldn't get up off the floor. Like, ah, oh, you know, mm. and they were kind of making fun of me, like, ah, Grandpa always goes, ah. Mm. And I thought, you know, that's just not right. I want to be healthy for my wife and for my kids and, and for my ministry as well. And so that gave me a big why is, is to is to be able to have the strength and mental clarity to, to do this well. And so uh, tell me a little bit about, like, kind of the, is there a deeper why yeah. you do this in your life? Yeah, I, th- I think for me it's it's really deeply connected to my my dad's health he was 51 when he got prostate cancer um, and then from there it's been been quite a journey and I know by having good nutrition and exercising we can't guarantee the health outcome like you can do everything right and right. still get cancer but it, it has been that desire to hopefully be his age and be healthier and, you know, continue to, to be able to be there for my family and, and, and serve the Lord. Um, and then what I have to guard myself against is it not moving to a place of fear, like mm-hmm. that deeper why not being motivated by fear. Um, yeah. Because it's easy to be like, oh, I'm, I'm eating right and I'm exercising because deep down I'm really afraid mm-hmm. of getting cancer or, or getting Parkinson's. Yeah. And, and so I think that's been the why that's motivated me is to, to hopefully, um, you know, have a little bit better health picture uh, than what my dad's experienced. And mm-hmm. then and then I think also where I'm trying to get is the why being, man, I want to be grateful that I can even go out and do a workout, you know, or mm-hmm. go for a run like this is a this is a gift from God today that yeah. my body works well enough to just be in the gym with these folks or or be out running and and be grateful um, um, yeah. in that. But yeah, the the why and the motivation seems huge. Yeah, yeah. it is, and it's. Uh, I think there's a parallel of fitness and faith in some of the things we're talking about here today. We've mentioned uh, fear. Uh, you don't want to. You don't want to start this regimen of life. Your why being fear or guilt or shame. We talked mm-hmm. talk about shame. Yeah, those are th- those are three, those are three motivators that that I, I believe the enemy would try to get in the Christian's life in any field, whether, yeah. whether it be exercise or prayer mm-hmm. or being a witness. Yeah, uh, it's like uh, shame. You're not doing it enough. And I don't yeah. know if you grew up in church. Or, yeah, I did. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you heard the stories like you know you, you need to lead ten people to Christ this year, and right. and you feel guilty if you didn't, or yeah. uh, you had to be on the mission field, or you'd feel guilty and shame. Uh, fear, yeah. um, you know, and I don't think any of those are strong enough. They're not not, not only strong enough motivators. People will, will quit if it's fear based, shame based, or guilt based because it's just mm-hmm. gonna uh, when they miss a workout, it's gonna create more shame. Yeah, uh, a cycle. It's, it's not strong enough of a, of, of a of a motivator. Nor is it a healthy motivator. So yeah. if, if it's kind of weird if you're looking to create a greater health in your life, and you're using unhealthy mm-hmm. means to get there, it just yeah. it just backfires. Yeah, you know, for and, sure. and so. Um, what would you would you be able to suggest to those listening 
some some uh, uh, healthy motivators. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think to looking at the healthy motivators is you know what are the things that you would like to do with yeah, people. Yeah. You know, like you're mentioning, like I. W- I would really like to be able to do this with my grandkids or do this with my spouse or yeah. I'm single and what would I enjoy doing uh, with, with my friends and how could health and nutrition really motivate me in that. And then I think sometimes we segregate our Christian life like God wants to help me with my finances or mm-hmm. he wants to help me overcome anger. Uh, letting him into this area of fitness and allowing the help of the Holy Spirit to say, God, would you would you help me down this path? Would you help me down this journey? Yeah. Would you give me insight? Would you motivate me? You know, um, and and he wants to work in that area too. I yeah. think traditionally fitness and athletics is something that's real easy to kind of leave God out. You know, and I, I think uh, looking for his help. Um, is on a practical level yeah. and, and stir up that motivation mm. uh, in me. Um, yeah, and I think too in this is like a good healthy motivation is seeing that you are created in God's image, mm. you know, like and, and the the insecurity of like I'm trying to do this to look a certain way, you know, that that's not going to be a detriment. But if you're like, man, I'm I'm created in God's image, I'm loved by God, and I'm healthy inside of that. And fitness is an expression of that. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. It does. Yeah, it's very healthy. I like that. Um, let's just uh, draw an imaginary picture here. I'm a, I'm a member of your congregation, and I'm kind of sick, and I don't work out, and I'm overweight, and I eat really poorly. And I come into your office and I say, like, uh, hey, Pastor Eric, I, I kind of want to start changing this yeah. area of my life. What, what would you rec- What would you say? How, how would you help me get started? And what yeah. would you recommend that I do in more practical yeah. terms? So for me, I think that uh, what comes to mind is first focusing on the nutrition. Like I've really experienced you can't out-exercise bad nutrition, Yeah, you know. And so a really simple uh, thing is, you know, to really eat things that aren't processed, Mm -hmm. you know. So if it – if it if it grows or or you can kill it, you know, <laughs> eat it. But if you got to open up a bag, uh, mm. to, you know, and really starting to look at the nutrition uh, piece of it is huge. I think finding people to do it with, mm. you know, uh, you, it's really hard to get consistent in nutrition and exercise if you're not doing it with someone, you know. Yeah. And so, uh, looking in your family, your friends, you know, a gym that offers where you can work out in community. Um, you know, I think trainers can be really helpful yeah. finding the right trainer that is going to help you learn how to exercise and what to eat. Um, you know, it, it, those, those are things that are, are really, really helpful. Um, uh, at least, at least for me, yeah. uh, I think a lot of times we tend to think I can do this on my own, you know, so why would I invest in a gym that's going to cost money? Um, why would I invest in a, a trainer, um, and but those things really make the difference. I think they're worth mm-hmm. worth the investment to to do it with people to have input. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. the um, <clears throat> I find as my nutrition goes, my workout regimen goes. Mm-hmm. If 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 I start slipping up on the, mm-hmm. I have a cheat day once a week. Uh, yeah. Sunday's my cheat day. Yeah, uh, so I, I usually <laughs> order uh, uh, Domino's pizza, and they have a. a uh, a little brownie uh, chocolate chip yeah. mixture thing and I eat about half a pan of that so uh, but uh, Mondays I, I you know it just I feel it you know and yeah. so so I find uh, you know if, if but if you know cheat day is fine but if I start 
slipping all week long and yeah. you know, a lot, lot, particularly sugar and yeah. processed foods, yeah. then I find, it's, I find it so hard to go to the gym. It's just yeah. like, or when I'm there, I just feel like lethargic and I don't yeah. want to do that. So I think it's, it's almost like, I, I probably would recommend if somebody wanted to start working out that they maybe not start by working out, maybe start mm. by walking yeah. and, and start with the nutrition. Yeah. And then the body has some fuel That's to actually great. go to the gym to, to yeah. do that. And, um, you know, and then it's a, and then the other one I always recommend too is, is, uh, and this is what my coach, the gym I go to, and it's a community thing as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a, he's a believer, and uh, you know, and he's almost like a kind of kind of a sponsor, you know, for AA. Kind of like you know, when I, when I feel like I'm backsliding, or uh, you know, he'll call me, or I'll call him even when I, when I say, uh, man, I just don't feel like. It's been three days since I've been yeah. for a workout, and I don't feel like coming. And he'll and I love what he says: is just show up. Yeah. Don't don't have to feel like it. You don't have to want to. Yeah. You don't have to come in or crush a workout. Just show up, even if you don't work out. Just come to the gym. Put your shoes on and your yeah. your, your your shorts. And you know when you get to the gym, then you you know of course I'm going to work out. And, yeah. and then you're in a community, particularly in a community, and everybody's like, "Come on, you can do you can do 30." You know. And, yeah. and so that community is, I think, that's so powerful. And a lot of us. I think have started and stopped because we've tried to do it on our own yeah. or we've tried to do it without the proper fuel in our body yeah. to eat eat in a healthy way yeah. to do that. Yeah. And I, I find, I don't know if it's right thinking or not, but if I'm investing in good nutrition, it makes me want to invest in exercise. I'm like, it's yeah. like, man, I'm working so hard to, <laughs> yeah. to eat healthy. Yeah. Well, you know, why not cash in on it and, I know. and, when, and work out? Yeah, you when know? you do that, when you do that thing, like, uh, uh, you're you're on the treadmill or the the bike the elect- uh, what's the bike called the elliptical or whatever it's called mm-hmm. and you're on and, you, and they have a little calorie counter and, yeah. and you're there and you're sweating <laughs> and it's, you've been going for like 15 yeah. minutes like that's 40 calories yeah. and then you go home you know the pack of M and M's is like 160 calories yeah. and you can eat that in like two minutes yeah, and so it's, it's just like it, it kind of helps you um, to to measure out okay like what kind of damage is this going to do yeah and yeah. Um, but I, I think it can make some. Um, just again, so many pastors, leaders, Christians that, that I've met that that are struggling, you know, with depression or discouragement or want to give up in the ministry. You know, we, we tend to think it's is there sin in your life or is there some spiritual mm-hmm. problem? And occasionally, it's it's, it's this issue, and that's mm-hmm. why I think it's important we talk about it some to some yeah. degree. Yeah, it's it's um, it, you know it, it's one of those you know if you go to a Christian counselor or a therapist. One of the things they're going to ask you about is is your your you know the way you eat and your physical because it yeah. it speaks to it speaks to the you know we we're built holistically and one of my favorite scriptures is First Thessalonians five twenty three where it talks about uh, I like it in the NLT New Living Translation it says that you might become holy H O L Y and whole W H O L E spirit soul and body and yeah. and we tend to I think Christians we tend to emphasize <clears throat> the spirit and the soul mm-hmm. and and neglect the body to some degree and yeah. the, the three are integrated yeah, are. Uh, with with the wisdom of of God as He is integrated Father Son and Holy Spirit yeah. uh, that that He's made us to as you said earlier to reflect that image yeah and I, I think we're a, a lesser reflection of that image and um, you know I, I don't know your theology but you know my my theology is you know I believe in physical healing that yeah. you know. I, I'm not like a faith healer, but right. uh, you know I do believe that uh, God can heal yeah. people. But yeah, sometimes, yeah. sometimes people will, you know, they'll ask me to pray for them, and you know they're like, it's like you know, some guy will say, like my knees are really bad, and and I look at them as like, well, you have, I can pray for you, but your knees are probably gonna get bad again because it's carrying a frame that you can't sustain on those knees, and you don't, you mm-hmm. know, you, you sit around all day, you don't, and so I I, I want to pray for them to get healed, but I also want to see the healing. 
yeah. healing of the. I think, and I think there's something, and and not not to judge people. I think some people have uh, mm-hmm. physical, um, chemical uh, DNA that that has a propensity to be uh, a certain body weight. Sure. Uh, but but other people. Um, because they're not dealing, it's almost the opposite. So we're talking about, you know, eat right and get in shape so you feel better. But there's also something about, um, you know, when, when something's wrong in, in the soul and the heart, that mm-hmm. it might affect the body as well. Like there's mm-hmm. there's lack of power to to get up and be disciplined, to get up and, and do something with your life, and, mm-hmm. and to have goals and have yeah. mo- motivation and stuff. So they, again, we're we're created holistically. We mm-hmm. we work together, and I think you're a good example of that being. You know, you're pastoring so well, and you're leading a really healthy church. And last three years, you've been live, leading even a more healthy life. And God's really been gracious. And if I could just encourage anyone, you know, that uh, my life really hasn't been this this journey of of being a great example in this. And I feel like if if I can make changes in my life, you can make changes in yours That's as good. well. Yeah. And uh, you know, do something. I think a lot of times we get so overwhelmed with I don't know what to do that we don't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like like commit to going walk, go for a good aggressive half hour walk three times a week. You mm-hmm. know, like quit eating chips and start eating spinach. Like uh-huh. do, you know, those things make a huge huge difference. And then yeah. usually, as you make one step, that leads to another step, and it leads to another. Yeah. But if you don't do anything, it, it goes the opposite direction. Yeah. So do do something. You I know? love that. So. That's so good. Uh, would you mind in closing just uh, praying yeah. for anybody that uh, maybe is listening and wants to get uh, – they're, they're getting stirred in their heart, yeah, but they want to go all out for it. That would be great. Yeah. Father, thanks for your love for us. Thanks how you have designed us, body, soul, and, and spirit. Lord, thanks for – Everyone that's listening today, and God, I pray for those that are just really discouraged. Maybe uh, when they saw the topic of today's podcast, they're like, oh, that's the last thing I want to do is is listen to that. And may they feel your love and and your acceptance and just that stirring of the Spirit, Lord, that you really can uh, bring change in their life and and just uh, give them the connections with with people and open doors uh, uh, for them. Lord, for those things inside of us that kind of lock us down, that, that keep us from moving forward in fitness, we pray you'd meet us and, and unlock us uh, in that and help us to keep your glory in mind that, that this is about you or stewarding our bodies is, is, is about you. It's not about ourselves and, and hopefully it'll lead to a greater opportunity uh, to serve you. So Lord, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. The messages our world sends about our bodies can be incredibly damaging, but God is fully able to heal those inner wounds that can make the need for physical fitness a burden rather than a blessing. He made you to live a full life physically as well as spiritually. The Gary Wilkerson Podcast is brought to you by World Challenge, sound design for this episode by Mike Hall-Smith. This episode was written by Rachel Schimitz. Our producer is Chris Wigington, with video production by Aaron Gale. We hope you tune in next week to the Gary Wilkerson Podcast. Until then, do all you can to live a better life and make a better world through Jesus Christ.